0: Get the latest updates from Geek Therapy by joining our mailing list at geektherapy.com slash mail. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Welcome to our 2019 end of year celebration. My name is Oscar Cardona and I'm joined by Lauren Keller. Hello. Laura Taylor.
1: Yay. And Brandon will
0: be joining us later, maybe. He's got a medical emergency at home. Which, not him. Not him, which I think will be very funny, and I hope he comes by to tell us his story.
2: If not, you will have to wait till next year to hear it.
0: What? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I doubt we'll remember next year. I don't think I it'll don't come think up. I don't think so either. Yeah. You just almost <laughs> had a medical emergency. you just never know.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So you just almost had a medical emergency, right, Laura?
2: Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I just had some fruit snacks. I'm fine. Low blood okay. sugar is not necessarily a medical emergency.
0: You said someone was screaming at you before my we pump started recording.
2: Was screaming at me.
0: I don't understand diabetes. We need more diabetes content.
2: <laughs> we should start a diabetes <laughs> podcast. No, we should not.
0: <laughs> oh, well, now that you mention it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my pump gives me warnings when my blood sugar is going low, so I needed fruit snacks to help me not go low and have it vibrating through the whole podcast because that wouldn't sound good and it would be distracting
0: so tell me more about this diabetes podcast
2: we're not doing a diabetes <laughs> podcast this <with> way <laughs>
0: <laughs> if we should just talk about all the podcasts we're going to make next year what, uh, what else should we make a podcast about
2: nothing, nothing. no ideas we have so many podcasts this way Not enough though. We did an episode that was mostly on diabetes when we were talking about representation we need, and then right after, I started yelling at the TV because I saw some representation that was not accurate.
0: Hey, I'm you know, you keep arguing for a diabetes podcast, and I'm it would be so
1: boring. I'm with you. It would be so boring. Would a would a diabetes podcast just be like a regular podcast, but? Every so often, it's like, "Oh, hey, have you like had anything to drink recently? Maybe you should, maybe you should get some orange juice."
0: Just take breaks <laughs> to check your blood sugar and then go
2: and report on it.
0: And no, and like eat something or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: Diabetes horror stories. I
0: don't know. We're fleshing out the idea here. I think diabetes I think this
1: happen. ASMR, where you're just quietly eating your snacks into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to take all these ideas, set them aside. That's why you sent me
2: a diabetes TikTok. That was funny.
0: I did. I did.
2: My sister did. liked it too. She's also diabetic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will send you all the diabetes TikToks.
2: All of them. Just like you send me all the mental health TikToks right now.
0: I got you. Yep. Yep. I sent Lauren one that I'm like, this is this one's for Lauren.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How am I... How, uh, Am I sending good
1: ones? Mm-hmm. No? Yes? Yeah? You're sending yes. good ones. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. Just checking. Just checking.
1: You have good TikTok taste. Tick taste. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tick taste.
0: I know I'm sending way too many to receive feedback on each one, so so I'll take, Absolutely. I'll take this feedback here. Yeah. I'm I sorry. will
2: have a session with a client, fifty minute session. I come back and there's like sixteen video like I have sixteen notifications. I'm like, two are from Nina. And then the rest are from <laughs> you, oh, <sorry. laughs>
0: Um, Foreshadowing for next week's episode, it should be TikTok related. Just letting you know. <laughs> oh. All right. So we're celebrating 2019. And Lauren likes lists. So in the Slack, we decided, hey, let's make a whole bunch of lists for stuff for 2019. And for me, making lists is hard. So... I would really like it if Lauren <laughs> just started us off.
2: <laughs> you want to start off on a high note instead of end on a high oh, note? Oh, geez. Just, just <laughs> Do you want to follow Lauren's lists?
0: I figure she has enough uh, lists that we could get to about an hour and just be like,
1: all right, thank okay, you for listening. Okay, we
2: don't need any more lists. It's yeah. a list of Lauren's lists. A list I know of you're joking, but lists. I'm
1: not opposed to this idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did I did come with several lists. Uh, basically, um, this idea is from the past two years. I have logged in a little notebook all of the uh, shows and movies and video games and comic books and regular books that I've... I've consumed over the year. And um, I thought it would be kind of cool to do sort of a, a retrospective of, of that stuff and what I liked and what stood out as, as important this year or um, as something really cool I just want to talk about some more. So that's that's what my lists are. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's mostly media. I'm talking about media. I do have one. Um, I did a list of my favorite um, 2019 Geek Therapy Radio episodes.
0: So I was going to do that. I was mm-hmm. going to do that too. Uh, mm-hmm. And just like with a whole bunch of other things, it was like, whoa, that was a whole lot of episodes mm-hmm. this year. That's a lot. I, I couldn't remember what happened this year and didn't. So I, I applaud you for making your own mm-hmm. list and keeping track of that stuff. Because going back and searching, and I kept thinking, like, did this movie come out? this year last the, year
2: yeah that's the problem with end of the year lists and doing them at the end of the year unless you've been keeping track like warren has <laughs> um like you only remember the last couple months
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there's and and not only just remember but also there's like a recency bias right so it's mm-hmm. like just the recent most recent thing that emotional impact is still is just way stronger than something from the beginning of the year Hmm. um so so Lauren, if you would be our guide and kind of uh, present an idea, share your list, and then we can we can chime in if we have something similar, react and, and do all that. I think'll I think it'll go way better.
1: okay, well, where do we where do we want to start?
0: you Where do you want to start okay, well, you want to <laughs> I'm, I'm just
1: going to start with my favorite geek therapy radio episodes. Go for it. Um, I picked. Five, though technically yeah. it's eight, um, because <laughs> I combined the GT D and D trilogy okay. into yeah. one. One, my number one pick, because awesome. that was just so much fun. I love talking about D and D with you guys and Brandon. Uh, who I'm sad is not here to hear me gush about this. But yes, those those three episodes were really, really fun. And I loved recording them with you guys and listening to them again later. It was fantastic. Uh, some other highlights from this year. I loved the Spider Sonas episode we did. That was nice. this year, huh? That yeah. was Brandon was year. on that episode. It was in like February, I think. Um, we I also did. did a Geeky Tattoo episode. I really mm-hmm. loved that. We did... Um, a episode on comfort media that um, that was my idea and I really enjoyed having that conversation with you guys. I thought it was uh, really cool. And then uh, the TikTok episode we did recently and part of it is um, it was just a fun episode and you could tell that we were having a good time talking about this stuff but also because I would not have gotten involved in TikTok at all unless it had (laughs) been a part of this and now I'm like oh actually TikTok is great and I love it.
2: So (laughs) It's, they made it to my list. <laughs> That's like Josue in horror last year. Like, mm-hmm. hmm, Actually, I really like horror. Thank you, GT Radio. <laughs> Who
0: knew? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good list. That's a very good list. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't... B- <sighs> yeah, we did Spider Sonas like months after the movie came out because people were still talking about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the Spider Sonas
2: are good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's a good list. That's a really good list. I'm trying to think
2: there's, I think hmm. who, somebody on Twitter was trying to start a men, Mando like Mandalorian personas <laughs> hashtag.
0: <laughs> that doesn't really fit in with the, with the theme of the show, but I, I get it.
2: But well, there's different kind. You can be a different kind of Mandalorian.
0: No, no, I get it. I get yeah. it. But it's, it's like,
2: it's not the same thing. I get it.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't, I'm not saying we won't do Amanda Amanda Sona's episode. (laughs) 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 Just a harder selfie. Months
2: after the show ends. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite episode from this year, from that list, Lauren?
1: The D&D episode.
0: The D&D episodes? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I really like that we went. um, I think it was maybe the first time that Brandon really talked about his thing right it was like he 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 went front and center he led the 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 conversation then we got to play and i love that we got to reflect on it too Mm -hmm. that was um that is is going to be an offshoot right we're going to take that same story continue it in a in a separate podcast and brandon will run with that and I don't know, a part of me wishes that we could always do a reflection. <laughs> I don't know if that's good, if that's good podcasting or not, but I, a part of me really likes that. Do, do any um, of the actual play podcasts do anything like that?
1: I know Friends at the Table will do, um, they do like a whole episode zero before starting a campaign, which is yeah. usually like, you know, several hours of of prep work and world building and everything. Um, and then I'm pretty sure they usually do some sort of wrap-up reflection thing at the end I've seen okay. on their their podcast list. Okay.
2: The ones that I listen to don't have, like, a prep one, but they will do every end of the season. There's, like, a debrief um, kind of episode with questions from – they can ask each other questions or questions from fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what Brandon wants to do. That's a good list. I, I have, um, I don't remember almost any other episodes. Oh, I really like the, the, uh, the community episode. I really like that one. Yeah. Cause I had, I had just read a whole book <laughs> called The Art of Community and I, it was like, okay, yeah, no, I can, like, I could put into words and I could, uh, kind of explain where we are as a community. And it was... That one I really liked. I, I go. I've gone back to it a few times this year <laughs> to remind me uh, how great this community is. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, uh, next list.
1: Um. Okay, let's do uh, animated shows. Okay. I watched. I watched uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The um. The Giorgio Giovanni arc is the one that most recently aired and finished this year. And that was great. And the new seasons of She-Ra that came out this year were fantastic. Uh, We had the Steven Universe movie. um, The first and sadly only season of Tuca and Birdie. And uh, I watched uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion for the first time. So hmm. that's not new media this year, though it did come out on Netflix this year. So you, it's
2: new to could, you could count it. But it year. is
1: new to me, and it was um, uh, a real experience. So it made it on my list. <laughs> that's the
2: perfect description of Genesis. <laughs> it's so, a real experience. Yep.
0: So what, this list was just the shows that you watched? Or these were your favorites this year?
1: These were my favorite of the animated shows that I watched this year
0: okay okay all right let me let me see i can I can chime in on this one. i can uh, what did I write down for animated so uh you mixed anime and like non anime
1: I don't discriminate
0: damn I do <laughs> strongly
1: <laughs> I mean, if I included like all anime, it would have been a much longer list, so i just I just stuck to the two that were new to me. I was like, maybe Hunter Hunter, the you know second full rewatch I did. Uh, I mean, I loved it, but that that was not as exciting as my first time watching Neon Genesis Evangelion.
0: So my, so I included Steven Universe the movie under lists of movies, mm-hmm. not under animated shows.
1: <laughs> I couldn't remember if any Steven Universe episodes actually came out earlier this year, or if it was yeah. just the movie. So I, I wrote Steven Universe, but. That, the, mo- the, the movie was stuff. the one I was thinking. Was yeah. that? Oh, I guess yeah, that, that was, was this earlier year. this year. Okay, so then the last couple of episodes of season five, uh, and then the movie. I just combined them together. And before the
2: end of the year, we get new Steven Universe future. 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 I'm so excited.
0: Can include that one on next year's list. Can't include it now. The cutoff is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I included uh, of the favorite my favorite shows attack on Titan season 3 it's probably it like number one uh, under anime I think I'm gonna put one punch man I saw everything from episode one up to what's what's out now
1: uh, nice I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna add that one uh, because that was whew, that was oh love that that was so good that was so good those are those are like my favorite anime this year. I guess if I want to add another one, Promise Neverland was amazing from from start to finish, and I think that came out this year completely the first season anyway. Those are my anime, and I guess I guess I have no regular animation.
2: <laughs> you have no regular animation shows yeah,
0: nothing that I was like. I loved it, yeah.
2: For me it I haven't watched any anime this year, but animation uh Star Wars Rebels is what I've been watching this year. Yes. Yes. And it is so good.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. So
2: good. Uh and then the I haven't I'm not completely caught up on She Ra, but I really like She Ra and Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So
1: Lauren, the, when
0: you make these lists, do you just you just write down everything you watch, right?
1: So in my in my uh my media tracking notebook, yes, I write down I well, I try and write down everything. Some some stuff I forget, but I try and be pretty good about doing it as I'm starting to watch or play something. So
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's so interesting to go back and, and look at like, I don't have a list like that to so this. So this was, this was a much harder exercise for me, but trying to think back, it's like, what, 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 like, what really resonated? What really hit me? What did I really, really enjoy? And it was hard to remember stuff. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's too much. It's too much yeah. to remember.
1: <laughs> I know. I know not everybody's as into list making as I am, but I do think it's kind of a, a cool habit to get into, um, yeah. whether you do it as hardcore as I do, where you write down everything, or if you do like uh, my my close friends, um, they have a projector in their house, and so they'll watch you know, weekend movies on the projector. And so they have a notebook where they are tracking specifically what movies they're watching just on the projector, not all movies. Hmm. Um, but it's a really nice way to, like you said, it's hard to remember all that stuff. I mean, you watch something and you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I can't wait to tell all my friends about it. And then a month and a half later, you're all like, I'm pretty sure that was two years ago. Did I see that? I'm not sure. Uh and it's like it's it's hard to remember all that stuff. We all have eight bajillion things we're juggling at any given time. It's kinda nice to to track that stuff and be able to reflect on it. Yeah. Uh whether at the end of the year, or, you know, just every couple of months sort of flip through it and be like, Oh yeah, I remember that movie. That was good.
0: The first app or the first like program I ever wrote was a a media cataloging um app uh this was this was a very very long time ago this must have been in 2004 2004 maybe so it was it wasn't like you could just um back then there were some websites where you could go and uh, open an account and like every movie that existed was listed there and then you could go and mark them off. Kind of like Goodreads exist now, right? Mm-hmm. Goodreads you can every book you could just mark it off. So there were some for movies, um, and DVDs and things like that that existed. But I wanted one that did it for, for everything. So I kinda of made it open so I could add you know, music and games and I tried to add as many drop down lists as possible, but you still had to fill out the thing, right? So it was like
2: uh-huh.
0: Links Awakening switch right? It's like something like that. It wasn't, you couldn't find Link's Awakening on a, on a list. Uh, but it, so, so I used to be like that with all my movies. I would, I would mark down every single thing that I wrote that I, that I, that I watched. I haven't done that in a really long time. And now I don't know why it just feels hard. So like, I don't know, I'm, I'm impressed that I, I applaud the fact that you go and you write down what it is for me. Sometimes I'll forget, like I'm reading something, I finish a book and I like, I'll, I'll I'll close the I'll close Kindle before I even say yes, add it to my red list on Goodreads. And it could be easier than that. Um, so I don't know. I'm kinda of jealous that, that you've done this. I'm definitely not gonna do it in the future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean it's it's useful for me if I really wanted to like totally double down on it. I would give myself more space to like actually write in like what I thought about the thing or what what, you know, stood out to me or interesting themes or plot points or quotes or whatever. And having, you know, extra data like that really helps because as it is, is like sometimes I'll flip through, you know, the pages that are from like January and February. And I'm like, I remember that movie title. I remember it's a horror movie. I don't remember what happened in it. And I'll have to like Google <laughs> I'm like, Wikipedia, what's the plot? And then I'm like, oh right, okay, I remember that one now. Um so,
0: I was gonna ask if you if there was ever anything that you came across and you weren't sure if you watched it or not.
1: Um, there's definitely been some some movies where uh <laughs> so, okay, so the, the context to this is occasionally my friends and I will do this fun activity where we pick, like, a terrible movie from Netflix and play the first, like, 8 to 15 minutes and then skip to, like, the last 15 minutes So there are movies where I'm like, this is really familiar, but I haven't actually watched it because we just skipped through it. Mm. But then there's Mm. also movies where I get like three quarters of the way through and then I'm like, wait a second, I have seen this. (laughs) So uh, it's it's a bit of a mixed bag, but um, it mostly happens with like horror movies because there are a lot of um, medium to bad horror movies that are all very similar to each other. So. Uh, occasionally I'll watch a bunch of them in a row and I'm like, those are those all four movies are in my head is just kind of one movie. <laughs> I
0: don't know. The thought of getting to a point where my memory isn't so good that I can actually remember everything that I saw makes me want to start making lists.
2: Right everything. It's keeping down. a log.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean the worst thing that's happened with was actually um book series like a fantasy novel that I had read when I was in uh, like either you know fifth sixth grade and at that point in my life I was very much of the belief that like I finish every book I start I will never give up on a book I will finish every book even if I'm finding it boring and so I had read this book, and I had forced myself through the entirety of the first book and then started the second. It was like a four-book series, and I started oh, the second book. Oh, that's a
2: commitment. No, and I no, s- I no. I started the
1: second one, and I was just like, I can't. I, I have to – I just – I'm going to let this one go. And so I, like, abandoned it and read something else, and then it must have been, like, six years later I was reading, <laughs> and I'm like – get to literally the exact part where I dropped out the first time and I'm like oh I remember this book I I quit reading you and I just closed it again I was like that's enough of that (laughs) (laughs) it was very funny but I was definitely like this is so familiar oh because I've read you before and you were just as boring then
0: I am old enough now where there are movies that I know that I've seen but I don't remember them Mm -hmm. there's some that I'm not sure if I've seen or not and, but with books, they're definitely books. I read a lot of nonfiction books and sometimes I will, when I go into a new topic, I will read three, four, five books on the same topic. And after a while they do blend together and I have mm-hmm. no idea if I read it or not. And I have had that experience where I'm like, this book sounds interesting. And I'll start, and I'm like, oh, yep. Nope. i read you. I've, I've definitely read you. Yep. Yeah. Or listen to it because I, I, I don't actually read books
2: <laughs> you listen yeah, to I do I things that I have written and are and are published in a book that have my name on them I'll read it and I'm like I don't remember writing that
0: <laughs> Yeah I know yeah. I
2: wrote it I know I approved the edits I don't remember I don't saying any this of this Yeah I sound like that What's yeah. Yeah, uh, that's happened to me
1: sometimes with like, I'll skim through an old paper I turned in and it's like, the teacher's like, great job, A And I read it. And I'm like, wow, I'm
2: smart. I've done that too. Like, I, that, am- I sound really witty and smart right now. This is great. <laughs> I'm eloquent. What? I
1: used the right affect instead of effect. Oh, God, I'm a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. You know the thing, the one thing that I do forget a lot, and this is why actually, um, I used to keep spreadsheets with with comics that I'd read. Um, I I often forget comics. Like I'll even I'll be reading a comic, I have no idea where I left off, and i mm-hmm. I've had the situation where I go through like twelve different issues, and I'm reading them all again. Going through the whole time, I'm like, have I read this? And then like, I get to the end, I'm like, I did read this one. I just reread it, and I didn't remember anything about it. And then I go into the next one, I'm like, is this the last one I read? Nope. Is this the last one I read? Nope. Is this the last one? And I'll go through a whole series, two or three arcs, and I don't know why I can't remember those I can't remember at all. Whew. That is so strange. I don't know. That's, I, don't, I don't understand why this happens with comic books, but it doesn't happen to me with movies and TV.
2: It can happen with comic books. The reason it doesn't have to happen to me is I have a two. I use physical copies. I have a two read shelf, and then I have the read shelf, and I have bookmarks for where I am in the book, Uh, so I don't really get lost in it. The only problem is when I'm in the store, I'm like, did I read volume four or volume five (laughs) last? Do I need to buy this one or that one? So when I go shopping on free comic book day, I write specifically what volumes of what series I'm looking for when I go to the store because I, I forget.
0: Yeah, but having a list that tells me that I read it doesn't help me remember actually reading it. No. You know, like it, it's crazy to go through it and be like, what? I just read this like a year ago. How can I not remember anything? It usually Mostly takes me I'm way longer a- for a movie. Yeah. To, to feel like that.
1: I wonder if maybe you read more comics than movies, so it's like there's more to remember, and so your brain's just like, I can't do all that.
0: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that wouldn't make sense, but I don't. Huh.
2: Yeah.
1: It has maybe to be it's, some... it's just the, the visual quality is watching something in motion, your brain saves it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, the engagement of multiple senses simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is definitely a part of it. But damn, yeah. Like I asked you the question like, "Oh, could you, you know, like has it, has it ever happened with a movie?" Cuz to me that's like that would be terrifying. If that happened to me with a movie, I'd be like, "Oh, that's it. My memories, I'm losing my memory. I'm old."
1: There's There's been movies that I've seen where I'm like, have I seen this? And it turns out it's like, no, you just watched the trailer, but the trailer gave away everything. <laughs> that's yeah, that happened to me too. a couple of times, actually. That's a
2: lot of trailers.
1: Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why if I see, like, especially horror movies, if I see a trailer and it's like, nine seconds in, and I'm, like, intrigued, I'm like, okay, turn it off. I'm not going to give you the opportunity to ruin what, like, interest I have now.
2: (laughs) Although sometimes, like, trailers for Horror movies will be interesting, like Hereditary, the the trailer was very different from the movie. Yeah, and sometimes um, I remember
1: in uh, one of the Paranormal Activity movies, they used uh, cut footage. And so they showed stuff, in, like spooky, scary stuff in the trailer, but then none of that stuff happened in the movie. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's like you were sort of spoiled, but then it turned out you weren't spoiled at all.
2: No, they, they misdirected you. Trixie hmm
0: well, I asked you that about the the movies it being a huge fear of mine, and it turns out that it, ha- it it happens to me all the time when it comes to comics <laughs> so, oh, I'm gonna have to think about this further
2: how sway you're old
0: that's 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 the fear that is manifesting itself right now, yeah, that's the feeling uh, <laughs> um, all right, next list
1: uh well, we were talking about horror movies, so how about some horror movies? Let's do it. Okay. uh, New this year. um, Midsummer was great. Parasite was fantastic. Highly recommended. The Lighthouse was really cool and artsy and um, actually way funnier than I expected it to be. Uh, And then uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid was a um, Spanish horror film that I saw that I had not I think that's actually from last year, but I had not heard of it before. It was really cool. And then Us, that came out earlier earlier in the year. (laughs) Us was great. Um, I watched a movie called Antiviral that was pretty cool. Um, And I watched a movie called Await Further Instruction. That one's on Netflix, that one was pretty good. And then I uh, rewatched with some friends who had not seen it before, um, Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window, which is one of my all-time favorite movies Possibly my actual favorite movie. And um, I was saying before about my friends uh, on the projector. We watched Rear Window on the projector. It was great. I
2: loved it.
0: I saw none of those movies. Mm -hmm. What are you, Laura?
2: I saw Us. (laughs) I don't get to watch scary stuff. Because Nina doesn't like scary things.
0: Also, I don't remember watching any other horror movies this year that I enjoyed. I liked nothing new. I think uh, in October I, I watched, I watched.
1: Didn't you watch the uh, the child Child's Play remake? I did that not. kind of fun. No,
0: I didn't watch uh, it. Oh,
1: that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. I want to. I haven't seen it. Um, What else is there? Uh, I watched an older movie. I don't think I watched anything, anything new from this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched I watched Hereditary, but that's not new this that year. That was last year. I think this that's is close sad. Enough. I was on a psychology of horror panel at a convention a couple weeks ago and I have seen two horror movies this year. <laughs> <laughs> you should have brought me. I Should I should have brought you? <laughs>
0: Get the latest Geek Therapy updates by signing up for our mailing list at geektherapy.com mail and choose any or all of our specialized lists, including our beta tester list. As a beta tester, you'll help us make important decisions about new projects and changes. Sign up to test some of our new content, courses, artwork, and even apps we're working on. Sign up at geektherapy.com mail or update your list preferences from the footer of any email you've received from us. Again, sign up at geektherapy.com mail. Can't think of any other horror movies that I saw this year.
1: What about just other movies in general?
0: So, if we're just gonna go with movies, do you have a what what other types of movie lists do you have?
1: I don't. I just stuck to horror movies because that's most of what I've what I watch. Really? Um, I mean, I I've seen lots of, of movies in general, but yes, horror horror tends to be my most watched genre, and so I kind of stuck to that because that's where all my favorites were.
0: okay okay so i do i do have a list of favorite movies from this year yeah do it and they are these are these are the movies that i most enjoyed this year um alita uh alita battle angel uh terminator dark fate steven universe the movie and avengers endgame those are my four favorites this year if you remember any others yeah. that you think I might remember, <laughs> that you think I've watched and I probably forgot, please let me know.
1: Um, did you just say Captain Marvel? Yeah. I, I did, did not ca- say Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel came out this year.
0: But I did not include it on my list. Hello. Brandon's back.
1: Brandon. Hi, everyone. You okay? I'm is okay. Your, is your friend's hand okay?
3: Uh, not great, so... We, uh, please, please tell us. I will <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah, we
2: promised a story if you came. <laughs> well, absolutely,
3: yeah. and I'm so glad I made it. And apologize to the listeners and to the three of you for being late. This was a classic example of me just going. I'm pretty sure this will all work out just right in terms of timing, and uh, and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we had uh, I had two extra cats with me um, this past week, and I have two adopted cats already who are from one from the woods and one from a shelter. And these two were from a shelter, um, recently adopted, and their owner had to go out of town. And, you know, sitter is very expensive and asked if I would watch over them, and I did. And so she came to get them, and I had everything packed up, except for the cats themselves, and the one cat loaded up into its crate just fine. And she picked up the other cat, who's a lot more skittish, and especially around me, and I think maybe had something to do with... Um, men i'm not totally sure and uh so when she was carrying it 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 uh it basically like clawed into her and then crawled up her shoulder and started attacking her arm and then like mauled her hand pretty severely um (laughs) and so we had to treat those wounds and like i i posted in our slack i was like i I thought maybe, and still I'm like wondering if she's going to have to get stitches. One of the cuts was like six inches long and very deep and bleeding a lot.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
3: maybe. It was At pretty. Just uh,
1: get it flushed out yeah, so you don't get that cat scratch fever.
3: Get the, You don't want the cat scratch fever. Um, yeah, so, and then the cat promptly, you know, jumped off of her and ran and hid under the bed in the spare bedroom and, uh, Spent about a half hour trying to coax it back out, and it was clearly not interested in coming back out. And so, oh. that cat is still here now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, I, have th- I have a third cat now. <laughs> um, you have so a bed
1: goblin. I've
3: got a bed goblin who will attack um, if you try to load it into a little carry case.
1: He's got a so, yeah. taste for blood.
3: He does. Yeah, he's, he's really, um, really ferocious, very skittish. Um, so it makes you wonder and, and it makes you a little sad maybe about the type of life it had before it came to the shelter. You never know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: So anyway, that's the cat story. And, and again, I apologize and appreciate the uh, flexibility in letting me jump in a little late. I was really sad to potentially be missing our year end conversation.
0: So this tangent that you just took us on is no mm-hmm. different than the other tangents we've been on since the beginning. Oh, We're perfect. like on the third list. <laughs> lots, of, lots of tangents. This, this episode is just right then. Yep. 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 Well, I, really I, I loved hearing nurse Brandon adventures. Oh yeah. I look forward it's, to more in is. the
3: future. It is. It's, um, I mean, it's the new side gig for sure. Very specific yeah. treating cat wounds.
0: Maybe a podcast?
3: Maybe a podcast. <laughs> we were talking be-
2: about podcasts we could start next year. Um, oh. Hostway wants me to start a diabetes one. Oh, very so cool. now you can do a nurse, like cat nurse one. Yeah. Oh,
3: it's definitely going to be called Cat Scratch Fever.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that was really good. <laughs> well, so the, the only list we've gone through are, um, we, we had... Uh, well, Lauren is leading us here. Because oh, very she's, good.
2: She's How sweet told Lauren to go through all of her lists. She is
3: her. kind of the list master, though. Yes, right. I mean, thank really, you. Yeah, get that's the a,
1: respect I deserve. It's a now. part of
3: your your legal name, as far as I understand. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. List master.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Official title. Hmm. And uh, so, so just to. Recap for you, in case you want to chime in on any of those mm-hmm. that uh, that Lauren mentioned. So, Lauren, your first one was top five GT radio episodes. Mm-hmm. So, so, I have to listen in on that one. But uh, the D&D trilogy was definitely on oh, there. I'm so happy to hear that. That makes my heart
3: happy. Oh, yeah.
1: Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we talked about animated shows, favorite animated Ooh. shows. So then, you know, I debated whether, you know, like anime and animated in the same list. I don't know. I was against that. That's Lauren's thing, though. Uh, So do you have any animated lists or do you have a list of favorite animated shows from this year?
3: I did not bring a list of favorite animated shows from this year. But can I do a plug for an animated show that I revisited this year from years past? There are no rules. Go for it. Okay, I didn't think there were, so that's kind of how I prepared my list. And that literally show, in
2: the Slack, Hostway said there are said no that. rules. That's
3: what I thought, and that's that's how I prepped. Um, <laughs> it is the show Gargoyles. Anyone? I mean, oh yeah. Did this has this come up yet?
2: Oh, no, it, it hasn't yeah. come up yet, but it's on Disney Plus. It
3: is on Disney Plus, and I I, I had Gargoyles action figures. I I I don't know what Gargoyle fans are. Gargheads? I don't know, <laughs> Maybe. but that was me. I was into that show. So it was, it's been really fun since activating my Disney plus account to revisit the uh, Gargoyles franchise. What a fun show that is. It's, <laughs> it's sort of unexpected too. Like there's are statues and they just love battling crime and I love everything about it.
0: And are they all named after boroughs of New York city or it was just some of them? There's um, Goliath. Right, was the main one. Goliath, so that one yep. does, doesn't count, but. What are the other names? Now I don't recall. I saw the first, I, like I didn't even get through the first episode. It was it was on that day when Disney Plus came and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I had to watch everything. So I watched a little bit of Gargoyles and then I just kept going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched a little bit of something it. else. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, good. Yeah, that's a good one.
3: It's and good. another one that was a, a one, well, there are two others I started watching again because of Disney Plus, and one is X-Men animated series, and one is the old-time uh, Spider-Man cartoon. Those are really mm-hmm. good, too.
0: Uh, there's like five different Spider-Man series. There are, know the,
3: yes. The uh, 60s I don't know how to, one? The not ones? that old. Okay. I don't know how to differentiate the one I'm talking about, other than to say it. it's around the time of like X-Men the animated series. So the Fox
0: one. That the just Spider-Man.
3: Just Spider-Man.
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's, there's Spider-Man Limited. Yes, not then that there's one. The, there's the original one, right? That's like Spider-Man, right. Spider-Man. And not that Spider-Man. one. Okay.
3: Right. <laughs> I'm sure all they're right. all good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we mentioned a few um, animated shows, so now you chimed in. And then now we were just on movies. Lauren, oh, very cool. Lauren gave her horror movies, and that's her only movie Ooh. list. And then I mentioned my favorite movies, which were I mentioned them right before you interrupted me. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> about that. Uh, my favorite movies this year were *Alita: Battle Angel*. Oh yeah. *Terminator: Dark Fate*, *Steven Universe* the movie, and *Avengers: Endgame*.
2: Nice. We shared. And one he, on he our was list. Saying, he's like, I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah. On the list, Hostway Frozen* two just came out, and you were like, "This is the greatest."
0: That's on my list. I do I do love Frozen 2, but I did not put it on my list.
2: Right, right. Yeah. I mean it's very different from the other things. It
0: is different. It is. I'm just I'm just saying I loved it, but it wasn't like, it
2: wasn't top five. It wasn't list worthy
0: yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I crossed off Toy Story 4 and
3: added Frozen 2.
0: Ooh, okay. Okay, so, so what, are, what are your movies?
3: Is, that a, is it a movies list? It's a movies list, yep. Okay, what's um, your movies list? So, John Wick 3.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Parabellum.
3: Yep, liked that a lot. Um, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, oh, yeah. and Spider-Man Far From Home. So, a real strong Marvel showing here on my list. <laughs> <laughs> and then Frozen 2. Got it. It was a top five.
0: Yeah. Lara. did you have any movies?
2: I did not have a movies list.
0: Do you have any movies to add to this list?
2: Oh, or like to, to just to add to, to the discussion. List? I feel like we could like Brandon hit all my movies right there: Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. nice, Endgame, same Spider Man, <laughs> and Frozen Two. <laughs> I I did like the live action Lion King. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, but not like my favorite of the favorites.
0: Yeah. Like I enjoyed Aladdin way more than I enjoyed Lion King this year. And I did not expect mm-hmm. to be saying that mm-hmm. in a 2019 rep- retrospective. <laughs> but it was the case. Damn, Aladdin. I really liked Aladdin.
3: I haven't caught that one yet. I really need to see it. I've heard so much good stuff.
1: Disney Plus. Yeah, me too. Is it there yet? Uh-huh.
0: I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. What am I doing? I got to go. almost certain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. It is. It's easy to miss stuff. It's funny when I made my movies list, I was like, well, "What? What are the like, you know, like a real experience? You know, something that I just really, really enjoyed." And and then I was like, "Oh right, I've never cried so hard in a movie as I did in Endgame. <laughs> I should, that oh, yeah. one definitely goes on my list." <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's like twenty-two movies worth of uh, emotions just let it's out in good. one scene at the end. Yeah.
3: I'm ready to watch it again.
0: Yeah, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it's there. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right, Lauren. Next list.
1: Uh, do we want to go over into TV shows?
0: Ooh, it's it's, it's your okay. It's your other thing. All right,
1: then I'm doing that. Um, let's see. I. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, best shows I watched this year. What we do in the shadows, season one. Mm. Uh, Russian doll on Netflix crazy ex-girlfriend the final season came out there are four seasons you should watch all four of them they are fantastic uh the good omens short series came out this year It was fantastic we're most of the way through the last season of the good place that's been fantastic um schitt's creek had another fantastic year um Oh, at the beginning of the year, I remember we all got very into uh, tidying up with Marie Kondo. Mm -hmm. That's on my list. And then uh, I've been recently watching the His Dark Materials series. And that has been very excellent so far.
0: Okay, okay. Anybody else bring TV shows?
3: I did. Do it. (laughs) There's a little overlap here. List buddies again. I had um and these I mean they are these are not going to be surprises. Uh Watchmen just enjoying that so much. Obviously <laughs> haven't finished it yet. Okay. Um so did you watch episode 7? Oh, no, not yet. I know. <sighs> we 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 had this conversation recently. <laughs> I need was to watch it 2 days it. ago. <laughs> I know and it's amazing I haven't had time yet. Um <laughs> I've been pretty close to, you know, trying to pull that up at work, like on my lunch break, like I need to get my watchman on. I'm really into it. So, uh, the Mandalorian, of course, huge into that, really enjoying it. Love that Mandalorian culture. Just love that, that sweet, sweet little baby Yoda. Um, so that's good. I also had Good Omens and the Good Place. I like both of those a lot. Nice. And then the last one I had was Lucifer, which was a really random show for me, but I had so much fun tearing through that. Um obviously super lighthearted, and the premise is quite silly. Um but I had a lot of fun with that show, so I had to put that on the list. That was a that was a lighthearted one for me.
0: Cool, cool. Um for my TV list I have Watchmen. I'm I'm currently blown away by Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones final season was this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was everything that everybody was talking about, whether you loved it or yeah. hated. It. That was one hell of a, a mm-hmm. experience. Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I I I thought about putting that on my list for a long time, and I decided against it.
0: I love it.
3: It's <laughs> it just hurts too list.
1: much. I need I need more more grieving time. I think.
0: Well, I I loved it, uh, and. But more than more than loving the actual season, I love just how everybody like that was it right like for those, for those what six weeks, <laughs> mm-hmm. <That's laughs> everybody was everything
2: about. everyone was talking about yeah yeah and then like, after people were still talking about it for like mm-hmm. a week
0: yeah for like a week yeah, for amazing. a
2: week try month for like a month no. yeah no no <laughs> I remember welcome yeah, to twenty nineteen like when every... things happened
0: and nobody cares two weeks after. <laughs>
2: People still complain about it. Yeah, no. People were
1: still putting out like forty-five minute YouTube video essays about how the last season of Game of Thrones sucked and why on YouTube, like a month and a half out, and still getting like five million views. So I think that 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 lasted a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, I've been Mag- Magician season four. Ooh, love that. Uh, Attack on Titan season three. It's still TV. It's anime, but I am counting it. And Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol was freaking amazing. And unfortunately, most people have never seen it because it's mm-hmm. on DC Universe. But it is so, so
1: good. I caught a couple of episodes of that. That was pretty cool.
0: It was, I remember earlier this year, was this, people were talking about it as the best superhero TV show on TV possibly ever. And then the boys came out, like, a month later. They were Ooh. like, no, this is the best superhero mm. show Sorry, TV ever. Be <laughs> it's been a good year for superhero TV shows. Because those two came out. and Because those two came out. Yep, yep. Um, th- those, are, those are my TV shows. Those I can't remember any shows. other. It's were, a good list. like, huge.
2: What about you, Laura? I, I didn't bring a list, but I got a list. Uh... Batwoman. I (laughs) I was going to say, can I call one? And then you said it. (laughs) Batwoman. (laughs) Uh, That is the best superhero TV show. I don't care about Watchmen or (gasps) The Boys. (laughs) Batwoman. Because I am totally infatuated with Ruby Rose. (laughs) Uh, So, Batwoman. The new season of Supergirl I really like. It's very different from the last season which was a really deep dark heavy thing um mandalorian obviously uh i'm really liking this is us the the latest season of this is us i forgot that one on my list put
0: that one on my list
2: that yeah 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 um and i did really? I still haven't finished the boys, but I really did enjoy watching that. Yeah, but Batwoman is still better for me because Ruby Rose.
0: Oh, I think I just remembered one. Um, I'm going to count this as a TV show: The Imagineering Story on Disney Plus. Ooh. Okay, okay,
2: yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. like
0: that's my fa- my favorite show this year. I think that's it. That's that's my 2019 thing of the year.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's that uh, recency bias, <laughs>
0: maybe maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm and it's not new, but it's new to me. Star Wars Rebels is like mm-hmm. my jam right now.
0: Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep watching. I sent you a TikTok about the scene, right? That you were. Yes. You? Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, you, you did, had, and you had it was to- so good. You told me. Like, oh, I just saw this episode of Rebels and I can't believe like what happened. And then this TikTok came up and I was like, oh wait a minute. Is that what is this that is too what far I ahead? And but then I was like then I thought about it, I was like, no no, this is the one. This is what she was talking about. So so good. All right, Lauren, next list.
1: Uh let's do video games. Ooh, video yeah. games. Uh uh, I have 14 games on this list. <laughs> what? <laughs> so <laughs> I said 10 only. So, yeah, I'm not going to read all of them. I will just read uh, five. I will do five. Actually,
0: I want to uh, hear all 14.
1: You want to oh, hear all okay. 14?
0: I do. I do.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to go through them fast. Ready? Ready. Okay. Untitled Goose Game, Baba Is <laughs> You, <Punk>. Link's Awakening, <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield, Ape Out, Overland, Overland. Underlords, Apex Legends, Outer Worlds, Rad, Neocab, After Party, Risk of Rain 2, Cadence of Hyrule. Ooh. Hmm. That's a good list. It's a lot of great games this year. There were. And there's a whole bunch more that I haven't even gotten a chance to play yet.
0: I think I've played two games on your list.
2: Hmm. I Hmm. have bought a couple of games, three games on your list and played two. (laughs) <laughs> mm,
0: mm. <laughs> the the I mean
2: Apex is free, you guys. <laughs> yes. I don't have time for that.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, it is. Uh, this one was really hard for me too to look at games. I had to look at lists, and I was like, "Man, this is it's a lot of stuff." And then the games that I'm, you know, speaking of recency bias, uh, like I'm really liking Fallen Order, but I'm, I'm not ready to have a verdict on it yet Mm. i'm Mm. in the middle of it i'm enjoying it but i'm Mm -hmm. i don't know i think i think i think it was yeah i was talking to you about it brandon right Mm -hmm. i was like it's it's a great star wars game but like damn like monster hunter is better at the Mm -hmm. the combat like like i I was talking myself out of out of uh, how much i was enjoying it but But I still I still like it. I'm like I'm in the middle of it. And Death Stranding is is hitting all my Kojima vibes. I was like, oh wait a minute. This is this is something special. So I'm I'm taking that one very easy. So I'm I'm pretty much you know just starting that game. Uh so I'm also not ready to to commit. And but I realized the games that I've most played this year and most enjoyed. Um one of them is is definitely Borderlands, because I, I've played mm-hmm. with Bathara. But My PS4 died early on, Mm. so I haven't really played that much.
2: But you get to play with me still.
0: But we still haven't played. Like, we've played once since I got my PS4 back. Twice. Twice? (laughs)
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know if twice. But yeah, but it's only been a few hours really that we've played together. So I haven't really played that game that I was looking forward to. But the games I've played the most this year are final fantasy 7 the original <laughs> a game called Skyforce, which is a remake of like a 15 year old game and it's a game that i played on ps4 and then i just bought it on switch again and started playing it again it's a twin stick shooter that i love and to the other day brandon and i played diablo 3 mm. for a while <laughs> it's like, so fun i haven't played a lot of new games this year um and not that i had like super memorable uh experiences at least when it came to making this list I did enjoy playing Apex a lot earlier this year when we got into it, mm-hmm. but but I haven't played it in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that was my experience, too, is like we played real hard for a couple of weeks, and that was fantastic, and then I sort of dropped out playing it, Um, got sucked into some other games.
0: That's 2019 in a nutshell for me. Mm-hmm. I went yeah. hard for two weeks and then <laughs> went on to yep. something else.
1: <laughs> I, can't,
0: I can't remember any other big games. Are there any... Like Kingdom Hearts 3 came out this year? Mhm. That came and went. That came and went? <laughs>
3: really quick. <laughs> I stopped you, playing. I
0: didn't hear anything about that.
3: Oh, it's I mean,
2: amazing. I'm still I, playing it. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah.
0: I'm I don't think I'm still playing it, but I I have not played it in in many months.
2: Mhm.
0: I want to. But I but I haven't played enough of it. Uh what a year. What a weird year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Too quick yeah yeah I didn't finish link's awakening like i don't I, I don't haven't
2: know. even started it
0: that's the that's the third one that you bought, but haven't played yeah <laughs> but <laughs>
2: Nina has almost beat it <laughs>
0: okay okay yay what a what a weird year i don't I don't remember finishing a single video game this year of of the ones you can finish you know they have a story mm-hmm. and stuff <sighs> have i anything i don't know I
1: plus we like i've like... seen
2: credits roll on something and I can't remember what. <laughs>
1: I actually finished uh, Outer Worlds, which was I was pretty proud Ooh. of myself for for doing that. Yeah, it was a it was a good choice because it scratched the same itch that um, Fallout Three and New Vegas
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and some aspects of Mass Effect that I really liked. But it was a relatively short game, so it was. Um, actually possible for me to sit down and put two weeks into it and actually finish it i had yeah. i had a lot of fun with that game there, there was a you know i ha- i have some narrative complaints but um overall outer Wild- outer worlds was really really cool outer wilds is also cool but i did not spend as much time on that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> i spent about an i spent about an hour with outer wilds which mm-hmm. is like that's what 2019 was for me it was like Game Pass, Apple Arcade, Disney Plus, like all the streaming services, mm-hmm. they're basically like buffets for me, where mm-hmm. I went and I, t- I tasted a little bit of a lot of stuff, and I did not finish anything. <laughs> 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 uh, I did I did I did make a list of it's a very short list, but of uh, top new streaming services. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> new streamings. Mm.
0: Yep. The only two I included. Uh, which I, I guess are the only two that count really, are Disney Plus and Apple Arcade, which I just mentioned, which I think are a big deal. I think Apple Arcade is a really big deal and Disney Plus, obviously, I think it's a big deal. Started a podcast about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But there's a lot of, you know, like I didn't rank all streaming services because it's, it's too much. It's like you can't compare two people's Netflix experiences, for example, because you could... You could spend a hundred hours watching completely different things and never overlap. It's incredible. Yeah. What a time to be alive. All right. Next list.
1: Uh, you guys want to talk books?
0: We can. Yeah.
1: Books. Or should I just do my, my jokey last one and then we can wrap up.
0: (laughs) No, do books. Then we'll do jokey. Then we can wrap up.
1: Uh, books. I didn't, well, I didn't read as many books for fun books uh, this year as I would have liked. But I did take some time to uh, return to some old favorites. I reread mm. The Protector of the Small Quartet by Tamara Pierce. It's a YA series about uh, a young girl who wants to be a knight. And um, those were really fun. And then I re- reread, well, I listened to The Golden Compass. So I'm, I'm working my way through His Dark Materials Again. And then I also read uh, a book called Oryx and Crake by Margaret Atwood. And that was a a fun sci fi book that has made me um, think about a lot of weird future stuff. (laughs) And then I read a bunch of books related to death and dying for my dissertation. But of those, there were a couple of really great ones. I would recommend reading Stiff by Mary Roach. That's a book about all of the various ways that uh, corpses and cadavers have uh, contributed to science, and it's pretty pretty fun writing. Mary Roach is, a, is a, a great author to read. Um, I also really liked Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs by Caitlin <laughs> Doty, which is a series of questions about death and dying from children, including... Will my cat eat my eyeballs? And also what happens if an astronaut dies in space, which was my favorite. (laughs) Um, And then also, uh, much more serious side, there's a book called Advice for Future Corpses and Those Who Love Them by Sally Tisdale. And um, that was a more specific book on dealing with death and dying and the the dying process and and the grief process, and it was a good book and it was well written, and it ended up being super duper useful to me when my friend died. So uh, can't can't let the year go by without recommending that one.
0: So is this a general books list or a general books, books list if, okay. if
1: you wanna if you wanna go comic books or graphic novels or anything? I just I, I separated it out from. Movies and TV. <laughs> no, no,
0: comics is a separate list that I have. Okay, but, uh, all right. Books wise, I read tons of nonfiction, like t- to the point where it, it's ridiculous. There's no way I could I could list them all. I can't even remember if there's any. I don't know. It depends. I go I go into nonfiction mode, and I'm basically in research mode, like like you just did with the with the death books. Um, but uh, fiction wise, I did the only fiction books I have read this year, and of the very few I've, I've, I've ever read. Uh, I went through the His Dark Materials trilogy, and I'm this I'm on, now on the second book of the second trilogy, which actually came out in 2019. So that is my book of the year, even though I'm, I'm like four chapters in. <laughs> nice. The only fiction book I've read this year. <laughs> Any other books from anybody?
2: I've got a couple books. Um, the, two that I can... Remember that are probably the most impactful books I've read this year. Both nonfiction, both autobiographical. Um, J. Michael Straczynski's Becoming Superman was like geek therapy the book. Hmm. Um, I didn't realize how messed up his childhood was. Hmm. Um, and his like philosophy of what would Superman do? And how would Superman handle this? And this like image he had of Superman growing up in his life. That was amazing. And now he's like, everybody knows him. He created Babylon 5 and wrote Sense8 and did all kinds of things in comics and TV shows and did stuff on Twilight Zone. And it's like an amazing book. Uh, Everyone should read it. Really good. Um, the other book I read was taken and, Sarah. and Sarah's yeah. book, uh, <laughs> High School, which reading that book mm, resonated with me on so many levels. Being someone who uh, was in high school, they're only a couple years older than me, so I was at high school around the same time. Growing up queer, figuring it out, uh. And I had like the same haircut that they had most of the time, (laughs) but their experiences, my life had a lot less drugs in it, but, uh, definitely like my experiences were very similar and, uh, I cried a lot reading that book. It was really good. Mm -hmm. And I want to read the audio, quote unquote, read the audio book because it's narrated by them and they are the coolest.
0: (laughs) Brendan,
3: do you read? I have been known to read. Yes. Uh, Very very fancy. Yeah. Uh, I just finished a seven book series called The Seven Virtues. Damn. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, It's a pretty fun fantasy series where basically the seven virtues are, as you come to find out very quickly in the story, sentient kind of beings. And so there's this cell sword who's, you know, this pretty stereotypical rough and gruff person, and he inherits the virtue of compassion. And then as the story kind of goes on, you meet the other virtues in the world, and there's this very ancient wizard trying to collect them all, and a huge war ensues, and he, he becomes a hero, and there's all sorts of other heroes, too. And it was very good. I had a lot of fun with it. It was neat because it's I had access to the whole series um through my kindle or my amazon prime account so that was kind of interesting i was just trying to see some of the authors who just have their work available on there and Mm. that was kind of fun because the author like at the end of all the books he writes like a nice little thing like yeah you know i hope you liked this this part of the adventure here's my email send me a note if you have any thoughts and so i have it kind of on my to-do list here on my desk to send him an email and just tell him how much i really enjoyed the series because i thought that was cool how accessible he Kind of made himself. Oh, so that was cool. a lot of fun. That's um, cool. Yeah. And then I actually. Just this year, kind of got into audiobooks for the first time, and so I don't know if that falls under this category, but that's where I'm going to tuck it in. Yes. And so I'm getting—I listened to Neil Gaiman's um, Norse Mythology audiobook, which was really good. I also read the physical one this year too. I did both, which a little bit redundant, but it was a lot of fun to hear him sort of read it. Mm. And then I'm on the back half of his American Gods um, audiobook right now, which is really good. It's a full cast kind of production so that's a lot of fun and then I've been kind of sporadically listening to an R.A. Salvatore kind of collection of short stories basically about Drizztuart and some of the other individuals from that series and that's been a lot of fun because the different short stories are read by like Felicia Day and Will Wheaton and like Ice-T reads one (laughs) so it's a pretty amazing collection of people reading those Uh, so that's been a really a, a nice treat to listen to that Cool. Huh. Yeah, I think that's most of it, other than kind of work-related
0: books. But got it. Well, um, before we get to your jokey list, Lauren,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I do, I do have just uh, honorable mention the two. Well, not honorable mention. Like these two comic books were amazing, uh, which are the X Men House of X and Power of X. This year, holy shit!
2: House of X, Power of Ten.
0: Power of Ten. Oh, makes sense. I mean, I think he can call it whatever he wants. <laughs> I, if if it's power of ten, I'll call it power of ten. Uh, <laughs> so those those were amazing. Did any of you read those?
2: I have not gotten I to them yet. I've I heard need them. Good. I need them to get uh, on Marvel Unlimited.
0: It's they are just mind blowing. He takes the X Men from wherever the hell they were, and then just changed everything. And it was. It was incredible. It was what a ride. <laughs> what a ride. It was like I think it was 12 issues one every week and then the two series alternated and phew, just incredible. Just so so good. So good. Any other comic books? Anybody?
2: I've got I've I've always got comic books. Um Gender Queer by Maya Kobabe. I've mm-hmm. talked about it on the show. In fact, all of them I've talked about on the show. Uh, Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by Mariko Tamaki and Raina Telgemeier's Guts that is my number one graphic novel of the year
3: I really liked um, God Country and Die those both stood out for me this year as pretty good graphic novels
0: oh I read I read Die based on your recommendation Mm -hmm. that's right I read I think I went ahead of you I read because I bought the individual issues. I think I read up to seven or eight. Yes.
3: And I only read through six.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good.
3: I liked that a lot. I'm looking forward to continuing with that series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And get guts, obviously. So good. All right. So that's, that's it for, for the stuff that I had written down. Anybody else have any other lists or things that they wanted to mention before we get to her jokey list to Lauren's jokey list. I'm ready for it. Ready, Laura. Anything else?
2: I feel like my list—we covered pretty much. It was all Star Wars stuff. So
0: <laughs> I was—I was going to make a, a like top Star Wars stuff this year because mm-hmm. uh, it feels, especially with Disney Plus, lot. it's like there's a lot of stuff.
2: I mean, but none of I've, it is really
0: new necessarily. I mean, there yeah. is a lot of new stuff. There's yeah. there's like a new novel, the comics have kept going, Fallen Order. Mm. Like there is a lot of stuff. Mandalorian,
2: yeah.
0: Mandalorian, yeah. But I ended up like not not making a list.
2: I had I had a list of Kickstarters I backed this year. Whoa, okay, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Because I, I, uh, I never ba- – I like one a year usually this year. I backed six. Whoa. Whoa. That's,
3: <laughs> that's really too cool. Many,
2: too many poops. That's a fun game. Parks is a really pr- beautiful game. Trial by Trolley, which Josue and I both backed. Yeah. Uh, the Genki Portable Switch Dock, which we both backed. Yep. Again. Yep. <laughs> uh, Story Engine, which is a deck of cards to help you build stories. Oh, cool. And um, the Dungeon in a Box D&D Skinny Minis. I, oh, I uh, got a those shit cool. ton of Skinny Minis, uh, and I can't wait for them to come. Uh, and then the other list I have, wait, 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 did you, did you,
0: didn't you also do, um, critical core? Oh, critical
2: core. But was that done last year?
0: Last year? No, that's this year. Did I back
2: that? No, that is this year. So critical core is on there too. So that's seven I backed in one year when (laughs) I usually only back like one or two.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm like typically anti Kickstarter and this year I've backed three. Wow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've, usually, I've I around. back uh,
2: <laughs> comics. Usually, I back comics, sure. not games or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm still
2: like this year pretty, was a good year.
0: Yeah, I'm still anti Kickstarter for the most part, but they got I me my first times. one this year. Really? What did you? What yeah. you back? If you don't, it mind? was actually
3: just uh no, I don't. It was just a month ago. It was actually a, uh, someone from the three D printing community, um, and it is a this Kickstarter was called Meepleverse basically, and so <laughs> it it came with um, it was ten bucks for everything, yeah. and so I uh, you get tons of little meeples um, of all sorts of kind of RPG fantasy elements. And there is a box that they come in that, uh, serves as like a, a castle. And then there's tons <laughs> of like tiles that you can use to build dungeons. And then there's a ship and a dwarf based RPG and a bunch of dwarf meeples and a tower and, uh, caverns. And so it's like everything you need basically to run uh RPG game, um, just all the files. So you can 3d print all of it really easily and quickly. <laughs> I, I don't so it's like it's the, less,
2: it's the less portable version of what I'm getting with skinny minis so
3: just barely less portable that it's part of the because the meeples are pretty thin they're flat too
2: okay okay
3: mm-hmm. but yeah because the
2: skinny minis have the binder that right they're not everything. that good
3: not that portable yeah. yeah. I, I did include a th- my favorite top five 3D prints list of the year, too, but that, that's pretty specific to me. <laughs> do,
0: it. Well, do, it, do, do it. Do it. But, but before that, I just want to say that uh, your description of the Meepleverse sounds like exactly the type of thing that you would spend your money on if you just like, graduated college and got your, like started working full-time. It's like, I'm an adult now. I can buy whatever the hell I want. Well, kinda yeah, That's kind of what he did. <laughs> that's the situation. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, that's it's perfect. pretty on
3: brand for me. That, that could yeah. have been a targeted ad. Like, yeah. you're going <laughs> to probably pick this one up, aren't you? And I did. Um, top five prints. Top, Let's do it. Top five prints this year. Um, so, My Dice Tower was a favorite one. That was my first kind of major print. Uh, 72 hour print. Pretty nervous about that one, but it came with like a, it, it printed with a functional like up and down gate. It's pretty amazing. So, I like that one. Uh, Baby Yoda's quickly made the top of the list. Very adorable 3D print um disney's certainly going to come after me and crush me for for printing that one anytime
2: did uh, you see that tiktok i sent with the santa baby yoda
3: i haven't seen it yet i need to go back and check a couple yeah. tiktoks TikTok. i gotta get on TikTok. it's in
2: the slack it's in the slack
3: i'm gonna check it i'm ready um uh my my batman bust that one is pretty good he's mm-hmm. he's ready for some paint um i printed a a i don't know if if any of you remember this, but in Mad Max Fury Road, there's kind of a cool bobblehead that's like a raven skull. I 3D printed all of the pieces for that, which is pretty neat. And nice. then uh, the last one I printed was a character from the D&D module um, Storm King's Thunder. There's a character in there named Harshnag, who's a frost giant that wears a dragon skull as a helmet, and he's a, a friend to the party. And so I 3D printed him. Um, as a part of the campaign that I played in this past year. And uh, it was fun to see that character pop up uh, on the table physically with the 3D printed model that I had made. So those were my top
0: five favorite prints. (laughs) Nice. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Any other random lists? Brandon? No? Nope, those were all my lists. What about you, Lara? Anything else?
2: I I have one more. Okay. One more. This is my Disney Plus Uh, inspired one. Disney parks I want to go to after watching the Imagineering story. (laughs) Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Tokyo Disney. And probably the rest, but I haven't seen all the details on the Imagineering story yet. (laughs) Ah, yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I have a list. Um, It just says TikTok. (laughs) That's it. That's my all last. All right, list. perform
1: your <laughs> perform your favorite TikToks for us. Ready, go. That ferret is the best thing ever.
0: <laughs> Mark uh Quidi's just got on there, and he's sending me all these TikToks that we I saw weeks ago. It's, <laughs> it's funny. I feel like uh like you're the like teen, th- like a TikTok veteran. He's so. an old man. <laughs> yeah, it's not a yeah, teen, exactly. But... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, that's it. I think, I guess, okay. I guess we're ready for
2: Lauren's joke
1: one for your right. jokey list. I have my best 2019 memes list. There's only three things on it. Okay. The f- first one is uh, the Marie Kondo Capitalism Does Not Spark Joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the second is Everything Baby Yoda. Yodito, I love him. Whatever, whatever wherever, whenever. Uh, if Baby Yoda's in that meme, I'm in. But my number one best meme from this year is the 30 to 50 feral hogs. Oh, my because gosh. It is still <laughs> hilarious to me, even though it has been forever in meme time since that <laughs> happens. It's uh, it's still good. It's still good. That
0: is a, a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> what a year, 2019.
1: 2019, we survived you. Ha ha ha.
0: What a
3: year. Nice try, 2019. Couldn't Mm -hmm. take us down.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
3: It's
0: been a a weird one.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Wow. Uh
1: Somebody's got to change their fire beeper. It might be me. It's not what they're called.
0: (laughs) It's not called a fire Fire beeper. Fire
1: beepers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is now. It's a fire beeper.
1: That's all they do. I've never been alarmed only been beeped at uh (laughs) uh, well it's it's been a year you guys Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah
1: we've consumed a lot of media and discussed a lot of it on this very show Mm
0: -hmm. we have we have um it is the beginning of the month
1: (laughs) this is
2: gonna drive me nuts (laughs) (laughs) it's really nice timing and if it's me it could be any one of four fire
0: beepers wow
2: um, all right,
0: well, uh, yeah, I think I will
2: mute unless I'm talking, okay,
0: <laughs> I said this that I wasn't even sure if we would record this week, but we'll have an episode this week, we'll have an episode next week, we'll have an episode the following week after that. There'll be kind of bonus episodes, a little different, uh, yeah, but team, we did it i think I think this was great, uh, what a year next year. As always, we'll probably mix things up uh, at the beginning. Maybe, maybe start a new season. Maybe call it season six. Change things up Ooh. a little bit. Yeah, we'll have to have a meeting and and discuss uh, some of the new things. But let's just take the rest of the year easy. Let's enjoy these last couple of weeks. Sure. Enjoy the holidays.
2: Party party time!
3: Ooh. Bring I've your been fire beer for a year now, right?
2: You have. I started have. a year ago. Yeah.
3: yeah, I thought it was yeah. the new year. Yeah, new year, yeah. new me.
0: Yeah. Wow. What a a year. (laughs) Well, uh, anybody have any closing thoughts, anything you want to say before we say uh, goodbye?
1: Yeah, I would love if our community would share some of their favorite media they've consumed over the past year, uh, which you can do over in the Discord or uh, on our forums. If you have a lot of lists, the forums are probably a better space to do that. But I want to hear what y- what y'all enjoyed this year and what what felt good, what what read good, all the all the stuff.
0: <laughs> Favorite fire beeper's twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm.
1: Fa- f- top post five. Your list. That's totally my fire beeper, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Lauren, post your list on the <laughs> forum. Post them all. Okay. And Brandon, post like pictures of all your your. Just post all the stuff. Post it all there, and also get on TikTok, Brandon.
3: I gotta get on TikTok. TikTok. Get time. on the talk. Get, get what's on the, what's it. What's my holdup? What's
0: my problem? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Lauren put uh, the TikTok episode on her list of favorites because would uh, how, how would you say Lauren like it got you into TikTok? It's, I, it's like
1: I had no interest in getting into TikTok until we decided to do that episode, and now I'm like super into TikTok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good. 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 Excellent. All right, yeah. So thank you, everybody. Uh, this is this is it. Uh, there will still be a few more episodes, and uh, as always, we'll be we'll be in on the Discord. Um, if you want to post on the forums, we're Facebook group, everywhere we're around. Email us, join the mailing list, all that stuff. Uh, look forward to new things next year. Twitter. Yes, mm-hmm. also Twitter. I forget about Twitter. Definitely mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, we're everywhere. Send us a letter. Links to all that are on the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good and we will catch you next week and the week after that and next year and and we'll we'll, we'll be around.
2: And remember to check the batteries in your fire beepers. Yes.
0: (laughs) This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to all of our Patreon producers this month, including Ben, Boonie, Jamila, John, Lydia, and Mark. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and get access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com geektherapy.